This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Villa is all I have to say after that and contrary to popular belief no I haven't been drinking I'm just really excited after that game but I did crack open a can literally as soon as I got in here and I swamped a good share of it as you guys can see I took a good Irish drink out of that can, out of that that point after that because I had to run an errand afterwards uh, there to something to do at work tomorrow an inconvenient period of time um should I say directly after the game but I was excited before the game, Paddy. I had that giddy kind of childish 13-year-old meeting, you know, going to somewhere just to see a girl kind of uh, excitement about Aston Villa uh, before the game. And um, the match wasn't really that exciting until maybe the last 10 minutes when it burst into excitement when a certain Bertrand, Bertrand Troy came off the bench and with his first touch, just he doesn't score tap-ins. He just doesn't score tap-ins. <laughs> It doesn't have to be exciting, Neil. It doesn't have to be nice. It doesn't have to be pretty. I am just so fucking happy that we're talking about a, a win. <laughs> and and the dream is still alive of that nine points this week. I just think that puts every everyone we play for the rest of the season are going to go, oh, fuck, we've got to play Aston Villa. Yeah. And we, we've got a fan base now ready to get their fucking passports out and go on a fucking European tour. <laughs> <laughs> Adam from um, 
Adam Adam from the Struts messaged me during the game, and I I messaged him back. I said, "Better pack the Factor 50." And then I realized he was in he's in LA, and I went, "Oh, sure, he probably has buckets of Factor 50 with him <laughs> over in LA." But he reliably informs me that the weather in LA at the moment is quite overcast. So um, I told him I'd see him in Malta in early July, the way things are going anyway. So, um, but no, look, I suppose. I'm just really excited after that game and it killed me not to come on directly afterwards, but I just had to, had to run off. But it's like the, the, res, the, the resoluteness of this team, the character of this team, the togetherness of this team, the togetherness of this team, Paddy, Paddy, yeah. Paddy, 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 Paddy. Um, like this, this is something we haven't seen since haven't seen in such a long period of time. Like this picture here, yeah, why isn't it sharing? Oh, there it is. Oh, at the stream. Like this picture after the game. Look at the smiles. We like the the footballing fraternity have been very, very quick to kind of um lambaste Martinez for, for over celebrating and stuff like that previously. The man must be an absolute one hundred percent um dressing room just glue. He must be dressing room glue at this stage because the way that he just makes everything about a kind of a collective seems to be fantastic. And you see Tyrone Mings there, you see Berkeley there, you see everyone and they went over to the fans and that's brilliant. Like we we spoke about we spoke about this and a lot of people spoke about Steven Gerrard kind of ruining the kind of uh bond between the players or between the club and 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 the fans. Stuff like that gets it back again. Stuff like that does. Of course it does. To to see in in the last two games when we score the, the celebrations in front of the fans and then at the fans at the end of the game today and you're seeing you're look you're looking at faces that either have been friends for years or we've got to know from the podcast or our other podcasters as I saw at the weekend. Mm. It's fucking incredible. It's incredible to see that just outpouring of emotion. And you know, I spoke about it the other night about what it was like to go on European tours in the nineties. This is what it feels like. To have a manager to take off Jacob Ramsey, and yeah. and I'm going, what, what's he doing? And then I, then I'm going, why am I questioning him? <laughs> you know, he just he just fucking went for it. He just went for it. He said, sure, why not? Throw John Duran yeah. on there. Throw, you know, put the big body in there where the ball is going to pinball around. And uh, look, and I'll I'll find it very hard to question him again. <laughs> really, <laughs> will for that couple of seconds. We're going. What's he doing here? <laughs> you will for that couple of seconds. You go. Why is he taking off Bailey? What's he doing? You know. No. And, and then there's the man. He brings this man on for Bailey. And and uh, look, we can say what we want about Birch and Troy, and we've said it before. But like, he's like a he's like a fire hose that you've let go of the top of it. And like, like one of the ones from a fire engine, you see it in a cartoon and it starts spraying everywhere and going nuts. Like it's just, and it's uncontrollable until the water is gone. He's like that. You're not like, you're going to only be able to hold on to him for so long from the point of view of structure within a team. But Wilfred Didi puts it across there. There is no, like that. if that drops to Philippe Coutinho, that's probably still on its way to Villa Park from, uh, from, yeah. from Leicester. you know, it's gone over the crossbar. The man is just like like we we go back to as well. We talk about uh, and, and the theme of this is childish excitement. We spoke about John Duran not being able to hide his childish excitement because he's a young young lad. Bertrand Troyer is touching thirty, 
he's still a kid at heart the way he plays the game. <laughs> and we spoke about, you know, you don't want to, you don't really want to to, to take that away from anybody because it, it can be as much of a, a frustration as it can be a match winner. And we saw it become a match winner tonight. We saw it become, we saw it so beautifully against West Brom. Was it West Brom? I think it was. Yeah. He yeah. It into the bottom corner. That goal against Chelsea from the corner where he ran across pretty much every Chelsea defender, left foot off the crossbar and in. He scores some brilliant goals. You know, he really does. And, and he's going to annoy the hell out of us sometimes during the course of this year. But yeah. oh, and, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I knew I knew when that ball broke and saw Bertie yeah. walked onto it. I went, that's it. That's going in. That's exactly what went through my head. And it was just magic. Absolute magic. It was just a joy to behold. Um, I'm delighted for him. He's probably been through a, a, a run of the, a, a bad run of time for uh, for um, for himself. You know, going out on loan, feeling you know, how's he ever going to resurrect his career? All of a sudden, he's back and he's playing, and he's playing with a smile on his face. Um, and you just gotta, you just gotta hope. Like I, I'd love us not to have to buy another player in that position. I'd love Unai to do a job on him that he's done with Ali Watkins, that he's done with Jacob Ramsey, that he's done with Douglas Louise, and giving them the belief in themselves. There's not one player out in that pitch. Well, sorry, there is one player out in that pitch who I believe doesn't believe in himself. But the rest of them, absolutely incredible. The belief, the 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 joy in playing football is evident for all to see. And just just enjoy it, drink it in, because this this is a completely different type of nervousness than we've had to deal with for the last twelve years. It's magic. Yeah, we're up the, we're up the top of the league. We're 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 back to Martin O'Neill kind of placings within the league, and you know things can only get better. Imagine what it's going to be like next season with a, with a run of pre season and his own players in there. It's going to be brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. I have a small little bit of a thought on something there that just popped into my mind. I hope I can remember what I got through one or two of these comments. But thank you so much to Joy Piccolino. Thank you so much. Definitely <laughs> worth a pint. I've just poured a pint. And I'm nearly, I'm nearly embarrassed to show it to you guys on on uh, on uh, on, uh, on on the stream there as well. And also to Shane Brown. Thank you so much. Barry, I lost you a Guinness, Neil. <laughs> Wait, did you did you some Guinness on that as well? Here's one for Paddy. Excellent. Up the birthday and great night. Um. And that that actually, do you know what? I'm I'm glad I did click on this one because it's a case of oh, we've another one in as well. Paul O'Neill, thank you very much. How much for the ticket on Saturday, lads? I'll tell you, I wouldn't sell it to you for for bars of gold at this stage. Uh, but incredible result by a team, absolutely flying. Another Watkins goal, win against ten men and a Berkeley stunner. Yes, winning against ten men. Let's come back to that talking point for a moment, Paddy. But the reason I wanted to say this was like to my employer, if you were watching this right now. Productivity is going to be low for the next two days because, once again, going back to the youthful exuberance and youthful excitement is like, I'm kind of like, I'm like a, a, a nine or a ten year old who's going to make, is it, do they make their communions at nine, nine or ten, seven or eight, nine or ten here? So basically, the last couple of days before you, you, you go on, on, on uh, summer holidays and you're a kid and you're in school. That's going to be me for the next couple of days because, as I say, I know I'm going to get over to Villa Park this weekend. It could be a while before I get over there again. But Jesus, am I going to make the most of it? And I'm going over there on the backdrop of a brilliant, brilliant run of form, a run of form that, realistically speaking, is up there with the Dean Smith run of form that was 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 in the championship. I know we're not up in the 10-game uh, non-losing streak, but what are we on now? Six? 
Seven? Six unbeaten, I think, yeah. Six, Six unbeaten? Six, yeah. Could be, could be wrong. I, th- I, th- I think I counted it before the match was five, wasn't it? Yeah, it could be. It's, it's either, yeah, it could be. Um, but it's 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 fantastic. Like, um, and Dan Bardell says, I'm looking forward to meeting Dan. Neil Dummer getting a big European placing hug on Friday. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Dan. After the game on Saturday, we could be in the European places. Well, we're occupying the Europa League. I was messing with a Liverpool a Liverpool uh, supporting friend of mine uh, there a moment ago, and I said, Sky are going to be talking about the Europa Conference League as being the box office last day shootout. Uh, and it wouldn't be one for the turn up for the books. Um, because look, there's a lot of teams shooting out for, for Europe at the moment now because the disparity between the relegation battle and the top of the league is like it's two leagues yeah. at the moment, it's like an A and a B league, exactly. And and remember, when, when on the last day of the season, if it's a shootout, we're playing Brighton, it <laughs> could very well yeah. be a shootout, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I I, I happened to turn on a podcast today because I was ju- it was just playing in the background when oh, I was no, working. Where's Paddy going with this? Paddy might have a gripe. Damn. <laughs> I, I heard you announce on a podcast, somebody else's podcast, why you won't be going to Villa Park over the next while. But I don't think you've said it on this podcast. What was this? I have. No, I have said that I'm going to have. Whatever. Yeah, so I'm about four weeks out from having another sprog. So um, there's going to be another little Villa fan running around here. So I'll have my sound engineer and I'll have my lighting engineer <laughs> running around here someday uh, behind me with the help of God uh, come soon. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, I think I did. I think I, I thought I mentioned it here. I don't, I don't um, remember. Well, maybe I wasn't on when you said it. I, I don't remember I you saying it because I was going, geez, I thought Neil was I keeping that a secret. <laughs> what, what, I might, what I might have done is I probably might have thinly veiledly alluded to it maybe or something and then oh and I spent my point and, and nearly uh, and didn't come up with it but yeah um but it's uh yeah exciting times here at for the love of pomegranate towers anyway that's for sure um and <laughs> so it's uh yeah that, that might curtail my, my my trips over for a couple of for a couple of years but uh oh, we make we make here while the sun shines anyway this weekend so if anybody exactly. sees me uh points around me points around uh, points are on everyone for the weekend. It's going to be a celebration, <laughs> a celebration, regardless of what happens. And that is that will. for sure. Um, want to talk a small bit about the game, Paddy, because it ebbed and flowed. Yeah, I suppose we better as right. It ebbed, uh, before we do, let's Philly D is after popping in there. Uh, nine cup finals left. Would you uh, would you bet against us? Exactly. The the entrance music to the podcast is uh, you want to bet against uh, bet against us, and I think that look. That's pretty apt for Unai Emery at the moment and for this for this team as well. Um, oh, or is it? Uh, if it's a boy, yeah, it's a boy. If the name of Unai, uh, already vetoed on that one. It's our. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Unai is Una with an I at the end of it, so I think Unai might actually be Irish as well. Yeah, you have you know? a girl's name sorted anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Una, if it's a if it's a girl's name. But um. The game ebbed and flowed today. I think it ebbed and flowed. Like I thought, like I always thought, Villa were in control of the game, but Leicester decided for about a ten-minute period that they had found a weakness in the Villa in the Villa team. And we discussed it in the team sheet, Tantra and Paddy, that they were going to overload that right, that left-hand side, their left-hand side, our right-hand side, and they did. And I have to say one thing: I actually want Leicester to stay up. I just, I just like Leicester. I like nodal football teams like that, like the likes of Leicester, the Blackburns, the whatever. No, I like that. I hate the way that that football sometimes gets 
um, it kind of conglomerates around the likes of London, and then you know you have two teams in Liverpool, you two teams in Manchester or whatever. I like the way I, I like it to get spread around uh, and to become a regional regional sport because it should be. So I I would like Leicester to stay up. By God, if they don't stay up, I'd be emptying. I I would genuinely empty the empty the the wallet for for Harry Barnes. He's net like he's a very very good footballer, and I think in a team like that, I think in a team like ours, I think he'd even blossom even more. But the way he took that ball, and I know Ashley Young is was running in treacle for it, but the way he took that ball and the way he finished it, won't seem any better than better to do that. Like that that was more Salah esque the, the way he did that uh, tonight. Yeah, super finish. I don't agree that he'd fit into our system. I think he's very, very hot and cold for me. Um, for some reason, he always has a great game against us. But uh, I, th- I think there's set teams that he has great games against. But he he, he goes missing an awful lot. But that, that's just my opinion. But yeah, great finish. Thought Ashley Young could have probably taken yellow for the team on the edge of the box. Yeah, but me too. Yeah, that, that's what I that's what I'd have done in that position. But look. If he'd put that anywhere else in the goal, I'd say it would have been saved. But it was just in off the bottom of the post, like it was an incredible finish, absolutely incredible finish. Um, and and look, they other than that, they didn't look. Other than that period of time, they didn't look like they're going to break us down in any way, shape, or form. Um, I I thought we managed the game well and we managed the pressure well. We we were a little bit sloppy on the ball. I thought at times. Yeah. Um, I'm putting that down to tiredness. And that's gonna be that's gonna be yeah very important over the next few days to manage our rest to get ourselves right for the weekend because uh, maybe next year we'll have to worry about midweek games all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, we're, we're kind of saying that we're, we're saying it in hope more than expectation and tongue in cheek ah, yeah. and, look, and, and excitement. It is, is coming like tongue in cheek. It's it, it's it's really nice to not have to worry about what's behind us. Yeah. Like with, with yeah. nine games to go, we're in with it. We're in with a shout of Europe. If we don't get there, I won't. There won't be any tears when we play Brighton on the last day of the season. I think. I think it's. I think it's a, a season that we need to celebrate. And I, I, you know what? I'd love to hear from the crowd on the last day of the season. A little rendition of "Are you watching Slippy G?" Just to <laughs> ru- just to rub his fucking nose in it. To to make a statement that Chelsea should be coming wiping the floor with us. What what, what the fuck is going on, like? Manager, did he learn that kind of talk off? It's absolute Actually, do you madness. Know what, Paddy, Paddy, I was, I, I was going to try and brush on past that, but you know, in fairness, well, I wonder what manager did tell him. Like, no, there was never a manager that ever told him. And if a manager did say that, he would be on the way to to Melwood the next day, going, "Get this lad out of my club." <laughs> yeah, get this yeah. lad out of my club. You know, no, he's not like yeah. like. But, it, but, but we we yeah. have we've we've a master tactician that has come in and with just one new player well Bertrand Traore as well I suppose but one one new player uh, Duran to a lesser extent I suppose but one one starter is is all he has in there um in in Moreno so he's just done an absolutely incredible job we should be we should be there on the last day of the season no matter what celebrating what a fantastic job he's done for our club and does yeah. it does it with with passion. Um, and also humility as well, just disappears down the tunnel, no fanfare, no nothing, no rubbing people's nose in it, just a brilliant, brilliant guy, and more power to him, and I hope, I hope we're still looking here when we have a lot more greys in our hair, if we have any hair left, um, at Unai Emery in many years to come, and still making us happy as he is today, and uh, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the last 
two occasions. The games weren't absolutely mind-blowing by any means, but the occasion itself has been absolutely brilliant. And I just can't wait to get over there on, on Saturday. Friday, Paddy. Friday. 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 <laughs> the, the Lord Mayor's show on Friday, Paddy, that we're going to have as well. Do not underestimate that. Now, Paddy. You know the way I love a number. I love a number and I love I love statistics and stuff like that. I told you this one beforehand. So for transparency's sake, we're uh, transparency. Yes, <laughs> transparency sake. We're gonna we're gonna go down through the passing numbers for Aston Villa's midfield today. <clears throat> Take a chair. Some of the numbers are big, except for Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon Bailey, I'm gonna put Leon, I'm gonna put it five in midfield, okay. The way I'm gonna do it. So Leon Bailey had 44 touches of the of the ball today. John McGinn, uh, Emmy Buendia had 55 touches of the ball today. John McGinn had 60 touches of the ball today. Douglas Louise had 100 touches of the ball today. And Jacob Ramsey had 21. <laughs> no, that's, this isn't me saying that Jacob Ramsey was poor or anything like that. I just thought that no. was hilarious. The fact that it was obviously a case of, Jacob, you're going to have to run your absolute gonads off, out, off outside there. And you're probably going to get no no um, uh, praise for, for whatever you do tonight. And yes, I thought he was a bit off in comparison to the, against Chelsea. He was fantastic. I thought he really was brilliant against Chelsea. And he was taken off at, at, at one stage tonight. But I just thought, I, I thought that, was, that was, you know, it was a bit of a disparity there for him. I thought it was funny when I watched it. But those numbers of touches from midfield, are completely different to what we saw under... We'll even go back as far as Dean Smith. We didn't see those numbers under Dean Smith. We didn't see those numbers under Steven Gerrard. And the reason we didn't was because our midfield didn't have the confidence to be able to pass it around amongst themselves. You even go back the lines as well. Alex Moreno, 72 passes. Kanza, 101. Mings, 100... Oh, sorry, uh, touches. Uh, Moreno had 72. Kanza had 101. Mings had 101. Young had, had 79. Now, Paddy... We move over to the Leicester team. The highest amount of touches on the Leicester team was Namplus Mendy with 50. So, you know, like uh, this Aston yeah. Villa team has gone to the King Power Stadium. They've gone away from home. Just something we've never done. I, I would say not since the days of Brian Little or maybe even Steve, uh, maybe even John Gregory. Even Martin O'Neill, we weren't comfortable with the ball as such. We were grand with it, but we were like, we, we we weren't as comfortable as this, but to go and absolutely own the ball away at Leicester, and I know Leicester are struggling and we're on the crest of a wave at the moment. Mm. That to me is a massive precursor of the confidence that Unai Emery has instilled in this team. And I know we're at the we're at the we're at the how would I put it we're at the we're at the risk of every single podcast becoming a I love Unai Emery more than everybody else podcast, you know. <laughs> You know, it's like you celebrate your wins. If you don't win, if, if you win, you should celebrate it. And I said it beforehand that, you know, being a being a Villa fan and and and, have, and and my mates being United fans and Liverpool fans or whatever, and they wouldn't they would only celebrate when they won the league or whatever. And I'd celebrate when we beat Fulham 2-1 and when we went in off fecking Nalberto Solano's arse or something like that. You know, that's where we are, and that's the beauty of football. But that this the, those numbers do show the difference in the change of uh, philosophy, the change of style, and the change of confidence, I think, within the team. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No well said, Neil. Well said. With 65% possession, I, I understand a lot of that would have been in the last 20 minutes when, when they were down to 10. It's, all, all the stats are great. Brilliant, but the the one thing that matters is that we ground out this result. Um, it wasn't without a, a little, a little uh, heart stopping moment of a penalty being awarded. But uh, I'd love to know what he saw that he was booking Ollie Watkins for it. And so the he, next he, thing, though, Paddy, is does Ollie Watkins still keep that booking? No, he took it off him. He took it off him. He rescinded How come it. They didn't take Douglas Douglas Louise's off him for the the Southampton game. Oh, because he booked him for the foul, whereas Douglas Lewis is booked for uh, descent, maybe. Descent, I'd say, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a mad game when you have to do something like that. He did, he did rescind that it. it was the first thing he did when he came back onto the pitch because I was roaring at the TV, and sure enough, <laughs> he did he did actually rescind it. But uh, it when, no, when it you saw no it slow down, penalty. it was nowhere, nowhere near a penalty. And, and, and I t- he looked embarrassed when he stepped away from the telly. He stood there and stood there and watched four or five when when he surely knew after one one replay like the rest of us did this is not going to be given and then of course if he has to uh, if he has to stand if he has to stand over his decision he's going to have to stand there and be literally talked out of it or look like he's being talked out of it but look it's fine we we got away with one there well we didn't get away with one it wasn't a penalty but that's what VAR was for that's what it was brought in for not drawn lines mm. that are yeah. They're yeah. a millimeter apart. That that's that's properly what VAR was brought in for, and probably one of the first times we've seen it work for us in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Balgvin says, says Siobhan Hearn finally mentioned this in Sky Sports News with incredulity. Incredulity. Um, I like Siobhan, and uh, I've I've actually been trying to get her to come on the podcast just because of the fact she's she's Irish. And uh, but uh, yeah, it is great that we're getting mentioned. Uh, I know we're only three days out from talking about going under the radar, but I think this team is okay. With um, is okay. Like you look at the likes of Emmy Martinez in that team. You look at like there's a couple of swaggery type guys in that team. They're not shrinking violets. They're shrinking violets, should I say? And um, I'm okay with it. I I I've completely three sixteen in the last last three days. And I'm okay with people talking about Aston Villa now because at the end of the day, we can't always be the best kept secret because if you're the best kept secret, no one's talking about you when you're doing well. It just goes back to my point as well. you got to celebrate the wins. If you can't celebrate the wins out in the open, if you're celebrating behind closed doors, you'd be extra salty then when things aren't going right. So mm. for me, let everybody sing us from the rafters because 
you know, at the end of the day, everything here is gravy the way we started the season. And and then I remember, Paddy, we were talking about we didn't strengthen as much as we wanted to in January and we thought it was a missed opportunity. And now we're, we're, we're still powering ahead. The power of unity within the team. Una, unity. If you want to even do it, that was, a, that was an awful... I tried to, <laughs> tried to crawl about that one in there, didn't I? But the power of unity within the team is massive. You saw it with Eddie Howe last year. I read a statistic, or I heard someone say it. I think I might have heard, I might think it might have been Bardell, or it might have been Omar that said it, because I was listening to it in the car when I was driving, listening to the Villa View. I think they said that Unai Emery has more points after 15 or 16 games than Eddie Howe did after those 15 or 16 games when he went on his historic run last year. Crazy like, stuff. Take that into account. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, it's absolutely excellent. Um, and Danny H, actually, yes, I was just saw this, and Danny H says, were you watching the stream with the commentator that kept on calling Harvey Barnes, Ashley Barnes? That was Glenn Hoddle. I'm almost certain that I I'm, I think it was, was, was it Hoddle? I think it sounded like Hoddle. And I kept on saying, yes, it's, it's Harvey Barnes, not Ashley Barnes, because there's no way Ashley Barnes had that turn of pace. Um, <laughs> but I think was it, it might have been Was it not Tony Gale, no? Was it not Tony Gale? Could have been. I thought it was Tony Gale. Well, well, I didn't mind him. Apart, apart from that, I thought he was pretty fair. Like yeah. he called, he called folds, he called folds, folds. He said when there weren't folds, and he was, you know, I thought he was, I thought he was a pretty good commentator. So he was pretty, yeah. pretty okay. He was like a fellow on the pub, but he was pretty okay. Um, some someone in the comments there asked about the, the Brighton, yeah. Brighton fixtures that are coming up. They've got to play Spurs, Chelsea, Man United in the cup, Forest, Wolves, Man United in the league, Everton, Arsenal, Southampton, then us. So it's there for the taking, guys. We just gotta keep our heads down and go for it. Like I, I'm, I'm completely fine if we miss out on it. Well, I'll, I'll enjoy the run in, but uh, there, there's definitely an opportunity there now, and I just hope yeah. we keep our foot in the gas. It's all about game management now. I was very worried today about actually Young. He, he was exposed a lot of times, and and look, thirty-seven today, didn't he? He looked thirty-seven, and you're go- and and they. Even the commentator mentioned it just after halftime. They doubled up on him when they had the ball. There was two fellas over there, so they they saw that as the weakness. And in fairness to him, I thought he did he did okay in the second half. Um, Barnes was very a lot more quiet and subdued. Probably lack of fitness for for some of them, or probably tiredness for some of them. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of in the referee's face. I love that the referee booked Castagna for trying to get someone booked. I think that's long overdue. I, I did that. not think the referee had a particularly good game, but well done. That needs VAR. to come. That needs to come with all PGMOL. That needs to come from the top and go. Every time Bruno Fernandez gets in your face or Chilwell gets in your face, the card has to come out. If you're not the captain, well, Bruno different, I suppose, but Bruno's not playing a captain's role. Bruno is only captain because he won't stop shouting at the referee. There's no other reason why he's the captain of Manchester United, so that that has to come from the top down. We we need we need to see more of that. So while Graham Scott is pushing on in years, and I think this could be one of his last seasons, but he it's about like time we saw some of that. Do you know what, Paddy? Remember we were talking about was a Hoddler Gale? I think we were watching two different streams because I've just been reliably informed that Hoddle did commentary on Astro Sunsport and Tony Gale did commentary somewhere else. So <laughs> I think it was both of them. But I think I, think I had Tony Gale because it started off with just one person commentating and I went, this is great. Mm. 
I hate two fucking idiots just looking for something to say. <laughs> but then Tony Gale appeared on the scene, so he was obviously late for the match or something. But anyway. Standing on the word, train strikes or something, I don't know. Uh, standing on the word says, I wonder what Unai can do with an informed Coutinho. Um, I'm not quite sure we're going to get the opportunity to see it. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we saw glimpses of uh, of Philippe Coutinho, but it's 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 an insane thing to say, and you know, from an Aston Villa fan, two three, what four years ago we were in the championship, and we had Yannick Bonassi and and Alberto Doma um as as our wing options, Al Ghazi and all that came in. Then we get Coutinho, you know, still a world class star, uh, a lot of razzmatazz around him. I think if Villa keep on going in the same trajectory, I I'm not I, I think we might all grow Coutinho. Would that be fair to say, given that he's going to be 31, 32 over the course of the next year? Coutinho is our make-weight for conclaves. There you, there you heard it. That's one. So what are you trying to say? <laughs> are, you, are you saying like 25 million in, or 30 million in Coutinho for, for Gonzalez? Yeah. Done and dusted. <laughs> Off the, sporting, off the Sporting Club to Portugal for Coutinho. And you know, and sporting, yeah, sporting Club to Portugal. And you know what? Be a great move because he still gets European football or, or close enough to it. He will get European mm-hmm. football. Be playing in a really good team. Be playing in Portugal. He speaks Portuguese, being Brazilian, um, having, uh, being a Brazilian player. And yeah. um, get European football. Yeah. What's not to enjoy? Who says no to this? <laughs> Probably Philippe Coutinho, but, but who I said says this no to, you to this? You, I said this to you a few weeks ago, but now he's going to play with Lenny to say it. Paddy, I've done acting classes. This is me <laughs> doing my my surprise. This is the first time I've ever heard you say this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think so. There you go. I think yeah, I think. Um, it's it it sounds good to me. It sounds good to me for sure. Um, yeah. good deal for both teams. I think. Um. Yeah, I think it is a good team, a good deal for all the team for both teams. But it's look, I I, I think, uh, yeah, look, we won't get into the transfer market stuff and everything like that. We won't get into that because there'll be plenty of stuff that, plenty of stuff like that to come. We didn't even talk about Ollie Watkins' goal. Didn't even talk about Ollie Watkins' goal. Ollie Watkins' run for that goal is teaching material. Like that's that's exactly how you teach people. To move around two centre halves. I thought it was absolutely excellent. He was onside, and neither of the two centre halves had an absolute notion where the hell he was going. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That was brilliant. Didn't he know himself? <laughs> did you see? I would did expect you see nothing the, less from you, Paddy. I would expect did, nothing less Did you from see you. the replay from behind the goal? Of the, of, I saw, of I saw the all the replays, yeah. So the, it's the spin on the ball which takes it into the, into the bottom corner. It was actually... Spinning out wide, but the spin on the ball brings it back in. Fair Brilliant goal! You know what he's doing. Brilliant goal! Took he took an awful lot of touches very quickly. I was going hit the fucking thing. 
but uh, he got there. Got it in the back of the net. That's all you want them to do. Six and six now. How bad is that? Six, six and six, in six away games. Incredible I, stuff. Did I read somewhere that Dwight York has the record of nine goals over se- nine away goals over a season? I think is the record. Um, Watkins is six and six away now. What's his what's his record for the year? Does he have more than six away goals for the year? Oh, he must he, he must have got one or two of the or the early ones away from home. I I honestly can't remember. It's yeah, it's a guess one. I, I we must look into it because as I said, like it would be another record to break, um, in a season whereby we're like it's it's pretty much been a a, a truncated season really when you talk think about it from last Villa point of view because it's really been a turnaround since November, um, but that would be amazing. And and look, yeah, as I say, it's 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 one of those great like he's I thought his run was absolutely fantastic. The way he got in got in between the two centre halves was brilliant. Bundia's ball was excellent as well. Have to say it that Bundia, Bundia's ball was excellent. Do you know what? Did, they didn't well, slow it down to see exactly where it touched Bundia on his body, but the the goal the referee was five yards away watching him control it. And obviously VAR is there for that reason. It did look like he handled the ball to take it down, but obviously he didn't. But uh, yeah, he took it down. Brilliant ball. That's what Bundia does. He can drift in and out of games, but he can he can turn that little bit of magic into a, into a great pass, and 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 ultimately win the game for you. You know, it's it's oh, important. It's seven goals away uh, uh, away from home, away for uh, away from home. Okay. Seven yeah. away from home. So it's two more. How many away fixtures do we have? Um, I look up that while you fill time, Paddy. Um, Sorry, we've upset somebody in the comments, Neil. Well, it's, 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 it's probably me. Probably me. Every, everyone's everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's, yeah. it's it's grand. We have Brentford. We have United. We've Wolves. We've Liverpool away from home. Brentford, United, Wolves, Liverpool. Yeah, away from home. Yeah, tough fixtures. All tough fixtures. Brent Brentford fighting with us. Wolves obviously still in the mire. United and Liverpool, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be tough. But, uh, yeah, all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, could, he, could he get two goals during that during that period? I think he might. Mm. I, I, like, he, I, I don't think he's going to get three goals in that period. Well, maybe maybe he might, might, might score two and one. Might score a hat-trick against Liverpool. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, again. Yeah, he's done that before. Um, Has but, he scored like, a hat-trick since? I don't think any of our players have scored a hat trick since. I don't think so either. No. Yeah, we've been <laughs> so up and down in form, but he's like, like as I said, three seasons in a row getting in du- into double figures. One of only six Aston Villa players ever to do it. Um, is is a fair fair return for him. I want him to go and break his fourteen goals that he got in, in the first season we were up, mm. and I want him to to grow from strength to strength. But it's 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 interesting now that, um. Like he's a striker in form at the moment. How, how am I going to word this? He's a striker in form now at the moment, but he's kind of like he's playing up top on his own. At, at, at as we see it, and I wonder will he get? Uh, like it's going, it's going to take, it's going to take a lot of scouting with regards to how this team goes to keep him still firing goals in and get the right partner for him. That's what I'm trying to say. 
That's what I'm trying to say because you know you don't want to squander uh, a half a season or a season next season by getting somebody in who was the wrong partner for him. I, I like Bailey isn't the right partner for him at the moment because Bailey kind of or, or, and Bundia kind of just um kind of maneuvers all the way around the field and so on and so forth. Uh, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the striking department because mm. and the reason I'm the reason I'm talking about this the reason I'm talking about this is because he went down with a knee injury at the start of the game and I went oh my god there's our season gone. Yeah, even I, even I did that, Neil. Even I yeah. said those words. Wow! <laughs> there you go. And and, that, and that's that's why I messaged you later at halftime when I picked up my phone and said, "What the fuck is he yeah, doing sliding I, on his knees? Two I, minutes so after I, going down with a knee injury." <laughs> I shared I shared a message into our groups of uh, Evan Ferguson's backheel goal today, which is just sublime. Evan Ferguson is just ridiculous, and I put in best young striker in the world at the moment. Paddy thought I was talking about Watkins. I, I didn't, went, I didn't what see you it. His I still didn't goal. see anything uh, shared about Evan Ferguson. I couldn't couldn't care less right now. This is the only thing that matters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you did you see the interview with Tubes? With Ollie Watkins, saw a small bit of it, yeah, yeah. But saw yeah. the part where he's talking about being an Arsenal fan, but and scoring <laughs> against them. Yeah, well, it's, like it's only it's only seven or eight minutes. It's 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 mm. a fairly tame interview, but in it, he he is basically alluded to the fact that Emery has said to him, "You're here to score goals. You're yes. getting too involved in the in the play. Stay up there. Get on with it." Stay out of the way. We'll get the ball to you. I'll I'll make sure they get the ball to you, and you score the goals. And and there you go. Simple as that. Simplifying the game for Ollie Watkins doesn't need to be doing all the work that previous managers had him doing. It's fine. That's all you got to do. Stay there, score goals, which is what I always wanted from Ollie Watkins. He was never scoring enough goals for me. Now he is. Happy days. So, Neil, to celebrate, right? There's been a lot of people without tickets this weekend. And I have a spare ticket. So I didn't know this was happening. You didn't know. I just I just came into my head because we've done this before. Now the only downside is if if you were successful in getting this ticket, you've got to sit stand behind beside me in the whole end. But if someone wants the ticket free of charge, my son season ticket, we'll upgrade it to an adult. If it's obviously we'll have to upgrade it to an adult because I'm not bringing a child to the match. Someone else's child. But if somebody wants to go to the match. Send a message on Twitter or Instagram at Villapaddy, email address villapaddy82 at gmail.com. And we run a little competition, Neil, and see how it goes. Just tell just Absolutely. tell me just tell me how much you'd love to go to the match and we'll do a draw. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Tell Paddy how much you, you'd love to go to the match and we'll do a draw and yeah, and bring your plugs. And don't be don't be offended by me. Shouting and cursing at the match because I can't deal with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, from the stream. Imagine how bad he's going to be in uh, how bad he's going to be in real life. There yeah. you go. Somebody that's says, great. "Give it to him." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, and that's fair enough. Look, you know, as I say, we often come away afterwards and go, "Oh my god, I swore too much in a podcast as well." But look, it's all about emotion. Football's about emotion, and at the end of the day, we're 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 friends. We're not doing it to like we don't come on here and script swearing. We don't come on and. And and no. full, have full outrage, or we're not an Arsenal fan TV whereby we're 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 trying to get clicks or anything like that from this. Yeah. This is genuine outburst of emotion, genuine outburst of happiness. Because the night is a happy podcast. And mm-hmm. look, this I I'm ta- I talk to Paddy the way I talk to a fellow in the pub, and and 
look, as I say, it mightn't be for everybody, and that's fine. But at the at the at the end of the day, you know, we've five hundred seventeen people here watching, and, and and I hope we do. Like as I say, we don't go to offend anybody, but it, it's it's just genuinely just two fellas in Ireland being happy, being happy in in the fact that our club are on the crest of a wave, number one, and second of all, being sad in the fact as well that we're what four, five, nine hundred miles away from being able to go there every single time they're playing watch them in Villa Park or even following them around the UK as well so there's a there's there, there's a bit of an outpouring and and when you get 87 minute goals you're always going to get a, a few a few swears and a few a few look, choice agricultural phrases yeah, thrown into a podcast here and there you know and that's I, I know that's I know I'm apologizing but it's it's football it's sport it's a release and I'm sorry if I, if I offend someone making apologies but it's a uh, it's it's just the way we are. We're we're not we're not doing this for theatrical effect. We're doing this because that's the way we are. I know, I know, and and, and as I say, and, and and the reason we're bringing it up is because we've spoken about our swearing on the podcast a small bit recently as well. Because I've gotten a couple of emails from YouTube because maybe once or twice at the start of a podcast, I've thrown a few fucking brilliant Villa or after winning or whatever. And next thing YouTube have gone, oh, you can't do it in the first seven seconds of a podcast. You know, so we've referenced it before, but uh, emotion is emotion, guys. You know, and um, it's 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 great. You know, I I I. Uh, but look, as I say, I'd never give out. If someone was to come around, come along and say to me, "You swear a bit in the podcast," I go hold my hands up. Absolutely do. I do apologize, but at the end of the day, we don't script anything. It just flows out of the mouth, and we're not professionals at the end of the day. And uh, you know, we just love Aston Villa. We love Aston Villa, and we love we love the crack that it brings as well. Um, I suppose also. Maybe having two points in the, in the space of 44, 41 minutes doesn't doesn't exactly loose uh, loosens up the tongue a small little bit for for that too. But um, look, it's all good. It's all all in good in 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 good fettle as well. And you know what? We're going to be over in Villa Park, Paddy, and I'm really really excited. And once again, I started off the podcast by saying to my employer, I apologise for my lack of lack of productivity over the next two days, and I'm going to finish the podcast by saying it's going to be very difficult for me to be as productive as I need to be over the next couple of days because I'll be like a child at Christmas for the next uh, for the next two days before I get over to Villa Park, and I'm looking forward to it. And if anybody is out there, and if you know if 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 you I hate doing this all if you see us come over and say hello or whatever like that because it's not about that. But if you know if if you're in the, if you're in the social if you're in the second heart if you're wherever you are before the game, you know, absolutely, we, it's just it's a, it's great crack and we love to be able to put faces to names. Essentially, is what it is because I, I, I imagine that someday that some fella comes up to me and goes, "I'm I'm RS five seven two seven six one on YouTube <laughs> and I'm good." Yeah, you look like an RS five seven two seven six one. So it's 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 a bit it's a bit of crack, you know, it's a bit of crack like that. Paddy, have you anything to finish up with before we go? No, very little. I'm just, I'm just a happy man. As I said, we'll re- reiterate that if someone wants to go to the match, it's at Villa Paddy on Instagram and Twitter or villapaddy82 at gmail.com. Just stick your name in. You stick your name in for them. Make sure you have a, a fan ID, and I'll do a draw. I'll let people listen to this tomorrow, and we'll do a draw maybe tomorrow night or Thursday morning, and we'll get back to you. I was about we do the draw on the hey, how's about this? Friday. No, because Friday would be a bit too close to the game. We'll I need we'll to give him a chance. Yeah, we have to do a bit do it on Thursday. So yeah, we'll we'll do it on Thursday. We'll do something on Thursday to do a bit of a draw. 
<laughs> so if you want a ticket to to the Forest game at the weekend, um, follow whatever instructions Paddy gave there. <laughs> we'll put them up. Paddy, send them on to me. We'll put them up on Twitter, and or you put them up on Twitter, and I'll retweet it. How's about that? And then, um, you know, Paddy, Paddy, picks no, it. no, no, not put it on Twitter. Put it for the people who listen to, or watch the podcast. Put it for the people that listen to the podcast and watch the podcast. Exactly. That's Keeping it real. Keep it for yeah. the people. <laughs> Excellent. So if you didn't hear it, remind back and listen and pause it, like, uh, and to see what Paddy said. But listen, it's fantastic. Uh, it's it, it's um. Um, like as I say, it's it's uh, it, it'll be great for somebody to get to the game at the weekend. And if you want to go, just follow the follow the instructions that Paddy gave you. Listen, we're going to leave it there. It's eleven o'clock at night, um, here in Ireland. We're going to let everybody get to bed. Um, fantastic win for Aston Villa. We're on the up and up, and uh, it's up to other teams to stop us now. Forest at the weekend, and we're all looking forward to it. None more so than me. So in the meantime, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.